Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm, I'm running this pod this time around. I'm in charge. Right. Take yeah, it away. I will. Intro's playing. It's playing. It's going. <laughs> Uh, it's already done. You're talking. Oh, yeah. See, so you can intro it, but I... What is up, so. everybody? Caleb, please stop interrupting me. How are we doing today? We got a PSO podcast. The original two. We're on. We're actually doing something. Everybody else has been doing it for us. What have you been up to, Caleb? Been doing anything uh, cool? You know, cool? No. Absolutely nothing cool. Been, no. uh, been working. Working a lot. That's good. Uh, I play some video games when I have time, and I watch some Celtics basketball. That's about it. Any bitches? No. <laughs> All right. This is why I'm never in charge of a podcast. <laughs> this is the main problem. Why? Why? Uh, make sure you follow us at PSO Sports One on Twitter and Instagram, and Pointless Sports Opinions on everything else. Our buddy Nick. And his friend Devin just put out an MLB pod. It was really good. I listened to it this morning. Uh, they had some pretty good takes, so check that out. I did a solo pod last week. I think it still holds two today. So you can check that out if you want to hear, see the, the big dog solo. That's fine, too. But, yeah, we're going to talk about a little NBA and a little uh, NFL today. Just a little NFL. But let's start off with the fact that Steph Curry has been absolutely on fire lately. 73 three-pointers in the last 10 games. He currently leads the league in points at 31.4 points a game, Caleb. Have you yeah, been watching just, this shit? Just past uh, our, our good friend Bradley Beal. Just yeah. just past him. Good old yeah, I have. Bradley it's, uh, Beal's been, getting the garbage time points. It's been quite absurd what he's doing. Uh, it's, you know, vintage Steph, vintage MVP, unanimous MVP numbers. Um you know, 73 three-pointers in his last 10 games. I think he's got like 78 in his last 11 games or something like that. It's it's quite absurd. Uh, Terry, uh, our buddy Terry, was texting me the other day about it, and he's like, uh, for a while, Ray Allen had the most uh, three-pointers made in the season record before, like, the lead kind of changed, and it was like 269. 
and he said with the step with the pace that Steph's been on, like the past, you know, however many games, ten games, eleven games, he would have passed that in thirty games. So, oh my god, it's, uh, yeah, That's it's insane. it's it's been wild. He's doing phenomenal shit every night, and it's insanely fun to watch. He's currently second all time behind Ray Allen. I think he's like two hundred something three pointers yeah. behind Ray Allen. So, if we get another healthy Steph season, he can shatter that record by next year. He's thirty three oh, yeah. years old. How old did Ray yeah. Allen play till forty? Close, I don't close. know. 38, 39. Yeah, it, it so was Steph close. Steph did that in five less years? Oh, I mean, we're not even close to done either. The, I, the record is going to be shattered, done? and it's not even going to be close. Did what? you ever think that, I mean, because Steph Curry, we saw MVP Steph, and then we saw, you know, kind of back roll Steph for the past couple seasons with, you know, KD uh, come to the team and everything, and then you got the clay injury that's happened, and he struggled with injuries the last couple of years too. Did you think he was done, or did you always have faith that done, Steph, not done, but done, done being MVP level Steph? Don't slander my guy Steph. No, I know I, that's my, why I, my I was faith, curious. My faith has never wavered in Steph Curry. He, he he continues to be a top five player in the game every single year. He's the best shooter in the history of the league. Give it's me not your even top close. five. Give me your top five. Rattle off your top. You do the NBA shit to players? me. Yeah, you do the shit to me. I want to see you do it off the top of your fucking head. You just said Steph this in is, the top five. You can't just put me on the spot. Hey, right, that's what you do to me. You do it to me all with right. quarterbacks all the fucking time. In no order. Mm, wow, that's in, in no order. Cap. LeBron, KD, Kawhi, Steph, and James Harden. You don't have you think Giannis is not better than Steph Curry? You I'm taking Steph Jokic? Curry over Giannis. Jokic? Yeah, I'm taking Embiid? Steph Curry over Jokic. Embiid? Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man. Oh man. All right. That's fine. I just want to put I you mean, on, I just want to put I, you on the spot. I didn't even have anything to do out of that. What <laughs> you game? I mean, I'll take it, bro. I'll take it. That's I mean, and he's thirty three years old, so it's not like he's a young whippersnapper out there anymore. He's He's slinging it at an advanced age now in the NBA. He's, he's showing the young whippersnappers how they need to be playing, you know. That's Knocking right. And down. I think the craziest thing is I feel like this game can, like, transfer over, too, for the next at least three, four years. It's not like he's like Vince Carter or Blake Griffin where they're just, like, dunking over everybody and their athleticism's doing it. Like, he's just a good shooter. You know, he gets open and makes plays. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, he he really hasn't slowed down. I mean, apart from injury, I mean, the guy has pretty much always been pretty consistent, you know, close to that 30-point-a-game mark. Um, I don't have his percentages in front of me right now, but, you know, he's always shooting close to 40 from three and close to 50 from the field. So, I mean, you know, Steph Curry's going to do his thing. It's been crazy, though. It really has been. That Uh, Celtics game was nuts. What's the – I'm trying to find the stat. He's got, like, uh, however many games with 10 plus threes. It's like oh, 11 or that. something. And no other player has more than two. Yeah, and he's done it just like, for the last five games he's did it. Yeah, yeah. Something yeah. absolutely insane. Steph Curry's something else. He's absolutely bananas. And, I mean, he was on a podcast, which I don't know which podcast it was. It should have been PSO. But yeah. he was on <laughs> – Yeah. He was on a podcast, and uh, they asked him about the MVP thing, and he says, it's got to be me. It's got to be me. The Warriors are a nine seed 
in the West. So that's a big yikes there. But, you know, Russ made it as a – he won MVP as a 7, 6 seed. You know, Steph Curry's kind of a lot cooler than Jokic is this season. <laughs> no offense, Jokic, but you don't really do anything interesting, you know, in my don't, eyes. Don't do my guy Jokic like that. He I just puts up Jokic. a measly – 40, 12, and 7 every night. Yeah, and then he gets burned on defense because he can't fucking move. He's the marshmallow guy from Ghostbusters. This is crazy. (laughs) Slandling Jokic. I mean, Steph's working a lot harder for it. That's just how I feel about it. But is there an actual MVP case for Steph Curry going up against Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, and, uh, I mean, Harden's struggling with that hamstring injury, so probably not him. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, like, I don't even know, like, what is a case? What does that mean? Does he Can have he a, win? Uh, yeah. Can he win Should MVP? He win? No. Should he win MVP? Well, that's two different things. Well, I think ra- both, okay, the first I think no, answer to both one? are no. Answer to really? both are no. No, no, no. Who should it be? Well, they're not even a playoff team right now. Well, I guess technically they're they are. Playing. Yeah, technically. So has a uh, has, uh, MVP ever been given to a player that was not a top eight team? I don't think so. Keep talking. Keep talking. I don't think I'll that, find out. I don't think that's ever happened. Uh, this year is going to be a really weird MVP year. Um, I think it was Embiid for a while. Then he got hurt. Then people were moving to the LeBron camp. Then he got hurt. Now people are sort of on Jokic, not to mention Giannis is still just doing his Giannis thing that he's done, and he's won MVP the last two seasons. So he's like, doing better. His stats James are Harden better. has a case. Uh I just don't. At the end of the day, the W's aren't going to be there for the Warriors, and it sucks. They're not very good. Uh, you know, I think after the Russell Westbrook experiment, and then they got bounced four-one in the first round of the playoffs after they gave him MVP. It's just like that. Just kind of looks dumb um, yeah. after the fact. So I very don't dumb. think. I don't think it's going to go. I mean, even Jokic, like there are three right now. So, like, even he's not on a top-four team. So, I honestly like I honestly think Embiid's still got a case. If he could play out the rest of the year, he plays 50, a little more than 50 of the 72 games that they're playing this season. I think he'd have a good case. Um, but I think it's going to be him, Jokic, or Harden. Um, I think Jokic is, like, the far-and-away favorite right now, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. But, uh, no, I don't think Steph can win it, even though his numbers are there. Uh, the W's just won't be. It's happened one time in NBA history that a non, uh, a player that didn't make the it playoffs. It has happened? Yeah, one time. What year was it? 1948? 1975. Oh, wow. Okay, who was it? Who do you think? I, I want you to guess. Wes Unseld. Hey, that's a good guess, but no. It's a big man. Big I man. Top three no in points. What? All time points. Kareem? It's Kareem. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they went 40-42, and 42, and he won in the 1975-76 season. <laughs> and they didn't make the playoffs. And they didn't make the playoffs. But everybody <laughs> loved Kareem. Oh, man. It's Kareem about to happen again in 2020. Force. Well, what do you think? You think he's winning? No, I don't think he's winning. I don't think there's a snowball chance in hell he's winning. But I think that uh, Embiid's been the most dominant player in the NBA this season. If he didn't get that little uh, injury spurt that he had for that short period of time, uh, I mean, it wasn't very short. It was kind of a elongated time. Uh, I think it would have been all but wrapped up. Jokic is amazing, though. Jokic, in the season he's putting together, he should he's, he's 
it's going to be tough whenever it goes down to him and Embiid for first team All NBA. But I wouldn't be surprised if we see a year. Remember that year Marcus Saul went won uh, Defensive Player of the Year and then made second team All Defense. Yeah. I think yeah. we could see something like that where Jokic wins MVP and Joel Embiid gets the center spot. I think that would be cool. Um, but I think Joel Embiid deserves it. I think that 76ers team has been uh, one of the most dominant teams in the NBA. Ben Simmons should be defensive player of the year. Joel Embiid, uh, he plays well on both ends. That's something that Jokic lacks. Jokic is a, a good defender, but not not very good, I guess to say. But Jokic does everything else a lot better. He passes better, but Embiid rebounds and plays defense, and that's something I care about, and I feel like transfers over in the playoffs. So I would go with so, Embiid personally, but I don't think Steph – if Steph maybe was sneaking into the five, you know, but you also got to look at what Giannis yeah. is doing, dude. Like yeah, Giannis is putting do. up better numbers than any of his MVP seasons, and that <laughs> team's good. Like it's not yeah. like that team's bad too, you know. Like that's a good team – uh, in the East, and he's not really getting any recognition. It's just, not at all. I mean, people are just tired of it. Voter, fatigue, voter fatigue. Yeah, which is one of the dumbest things in sports and also the coolest. I, I like that we kind of put <laughs> stories on who should win MVP, but then that's also how you get Steve Nash winning over Kobe, uh, Kobe winning over Chris Paul, and Russell Westbrook winning over Harden. So maybe that's not the best idea, but I don't think he's got a chance. I wouldn't do Nicole- it. Nikola Jokic is the heavy favorite right now, so I just looked up this random list of odds. He's minus 400 right now. Jesus Christ. So, and that is a future bet. So that's that's basically like a shoe-in, essentially, that's Vegas what, saying, what hey, this odds is saying. But we, uh, We're confident. And then the next the next one up is Embiid at plus 325, and then Giannis at plus 2,000. So there's a pretty significant gap. Um, this year's just sucked, man. It really has because injuries. Yeah, injuries are taking really a lot of things off. Taking a lot of fun out of the year. Um, the year hasn't sucked, but it sucks that there's so many stars that are getting hurt significantly um, that we're being robbed of watching them every night. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think uh, even even if Jokic wins at a three seed, I think that's a, that's kind of a far drop of off of the the W's we're used to seeing. So I don't know. Uh, Steph can't win, though, I don't think. I know. It's kind of sad, though, because, I mean, this year's been in- incredible. It, yes. It's, it's just insane how he's... He's just incredible to watch I just think every this night. Was, this was really big for Steph, too, because, like I said earlier, he's coming off the years where he was kind of second, third fiddle. You know, he he struggled in the play. He's never won a finals MVP. You know, KD was kind of running the ship. And let's, let's not let's not make up these Steph Curry struggled narratives. I'm, let's not I'm do this. I'm just saying he kind of. I'm not saying he struggled. Not saying he struggled. I'm just saying that he was the guy during their yeah. first championship run, and yeah. then all of a sudden he's kind of, you know, he's he's second in charge. You know, yeah, he, he's not the main dude. And but then he's finally, back now. And now he's back. And now he's just dropping bombs, trying to get this poop team to the playoffs. That, that dude you're saying was in charge ran to New York. He ran for the hills. Yeah, that's true. Steph said, I'll I'll hold down the four here. And they're going to be incredible because they're going to get another good player next year hopefully. in the draft. Clay is going to hopefully come back. Jesus Christ, I feel so bad for that guy. It's been two years. Yeah, that's I, also I, a big what if. What if Clay comes back and he's not 100% what he was before? Yeah, the only thing that scares about me 
is their age because they're they are getting older. Draymond's uh, looking like shit to say the I least. Disagree. I disagree. I he's jump, fine. He he does what they need. He, his jump shot. When has that had ever a been jump good? Shot, but it used to be it used to be over forty percent for a little bit. Mm, he used to nah. be reliable. Nah. He used to be Marcus Smart esque, where it's like we, ah, you we witnessed take him. It. Oh, okay, that's fine. Now it's in just the finals, don't please don't shoot the fucking thing. In the finals, we see people just guard him in the like free throw line. Like they don't care. So yeah. I, I, Draymond's still doing his thing. People can shit on Draymond all they want. He's never going to score. Okay, too. Well, he he's out for the year now. He tore his yeah. meniscus, which really sucks. Okay. That's just another guy out. And then Lamelo Ball got hurt too. So Lamelo's you know, coming back though. Even the rookies are getting feeling bit. the feeling the surge. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm excited for the Warriors and Steph and. I don't know. Let's get them healthy so they can get one last run. Did you say surge, by the way? Because guess what the next title of the next bullet point is? It's Celtics are surging. Oh. Look at you. Look at me. <laughs> They're winners of the la- uh, six of their last seven. They recently signed Jabari Parker, former yeah. second or hell? third overall pick. I don't second. know why it's yeah, a second. Right? The guy, Who's the first? Brandon Ingram, right? Yeah, that sounds right. If it's not right, then I don't care. Uh, but Jabari Parker's a Celtic now. Didn't look too bad off the bench. They're a sixth seed now in the East. What is your thoughts on the uh, new look Celtics? <laughs> <laughs> the new look Celtics. Okay. Uh, well, I'm going to be honest. I forgot Jabari Parker existed. Was he just a free agent? Is he not playing? I think he was bought out. I think he was a buyout. Where the hell was he? Sacramento. This season, he was on the Sacramento Kings? I'm about 48% positive. <laughs> Hold I could have swore I up. saw him in a, a Kings uniform, but that might have um, been 2K. Well, aside from Jabari Parker, the Celtics have been playing well. Uh, like you said, won six of their last seven. They actually lost uh, last night to the Bulls, mm-hmm. or two nights ago, whenever that was. But... um. I don't know. They've been playing very well, uh, and when I say they, I mean Jason Tatum has been Jesus. playing very well. Uh, he won Eastern Conference Player of the Week two weeks ago. He probably should have won it last week, but they just felt like throwing Julius Randle and Bone. Dropped um, that first, guy's been crazy. Uh, his first fifty burger. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. His first had triple the, double. Had the fifty bomb. Um, also had that uh, that TNT battle with uh, Steph Curry. That was oh. on TNT, right? Or was yeah. that on ESPN? Either way. It was it was the nationally televised game, and him and Steph both went freaking berserk. He TNT had like T executives were nutting everywhere on that. <laughs> he had like forty six. I think Steph had forty eight. It, it was crazy. But Jason Tatum's playing well. Uh, Cardiac Kemba's and, looking good too. He hit the clutch shot yeah. in that game. Yeah, yeah. The and, game I mean, winning three. JT and JB, you know oh Jalen Brown. They've always been good. They've been good the whole year. It's just a supporting cast. What can they do? So when Kemba steps up, we're we're looking nice, you know. When when you know, you know, I I was listening to Bill Simmons' podcast. You know, Robert Williams has like one of the highest PERs in the league, or something yeah, like that. I did hear that? He, he, it's like a top ten, and everybody else is like superstars. So I, I, when the guys step up, you know they're gonna be fine. Uh, I don't know what this means for later in the season, uh, but right now. They're playing well, and so is Jason Tatum. Okay, so Jabari Parker played three games for the 
Kings this season. I was right. He played three games. He played nine minutes total. That's impressive that I actually knew that, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that. I thought he was on his couch. I mean, he probably was for a little bit, but yeah. I, I What do you think about the uh, – because people were kind of wanting Danny Ainge to go a little ham in the trade – you know, trade market. And there's even like thoughts that maybe they should just kind of, uh, you got to pick one of the, one of the horses to ride with between JB and JT. What do you think about now? You think they should ride it out? Just be like, Hey, let's see where this goes. Cause they are young. I mean, shit. Tatum's still younger than me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know how this works, but he'll always be younger than you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, that is true. But, he, but uh, I'm still young. So, so I know that he's still young then. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I'm a terrible person to ask this question because I don't think I've ever had more fun rooting for players than Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Uh, it's up there with, like, Isaiah and, like... Fournier. <clears throat> uh, Kevin Garnett, uh, Ray Allen. Like, I, I just have so much fun rooting for Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But if they're going to be great... They either need to, A, get a guy that matters, and they might have that already. And when I say a guy that matters, that means a top 7 to 10 guy in the league that could win you a championship. Who's that guy and, they have already? Well, that's what I was going to say. They either need to get that guy or Jason Tatum needs to become that guy. So Then they would probably need a guy to replace Jason Tatum's role. <laughs> well, you know, that's Marcus? also the other issue is the team as constructed currently is not very good. So they've got issues. Uh, we could sit here and bitch about the Celtics all day. Um, I love true. Peyton Pritchard, but I feel like they have 10 Peyton Pritchards. Uh, I love Robert Williams, but I feel like they have 10 Robert Williams. Like they just have these guys that are guys. They're just guys that would fit well on teams, but the Celtics have too many of them. Yeah, Like Grant Williams, Semi Ojale. Romeo Langford, like these guys are just trying to find their footing and trying to fit into a lineup. See, when Grant Williams, just tough. Langford, and oh, who's the other one? Simi. Whenever they get over 50 minutes in an NBA game and they score <laughs> uh, six points between the three of them, that kind of pisses me off. That kind of yeah, tough. That kind of that that's not good. Mainly because I think some of those players wouldn't even be on another NBA <laughs> roster. I, I think that's. That's the main problem is these guys are getting extended minutes. We saw it with Jeff Teague this season. God damn, he was a corpse out there, and they kept throwing him out yeah. there because they didn't have bodies. Uh, yeah. When Fournier comes back, it's going to be Fournier and Jabari off the bench. I think this team can be good. I think they can be good, but I think you're right. They need one of those guys to become, hey, he's in the top five conversation. Because, I mean, as much as we can rave about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, neither one of them are there yet. Like, they haven't made that step. Despite what I want to think in my head and, you know, oh, what if he does this? What if he – no, they're not there yet. But they might be able to construct a team that has just three really good guys like JB, Jason Tatum. And, you know, I mean, Marcus Smart, I hope they can keep because that guy is clutch as shit. He is the guy that's shooting the big shots at the end of the game. And it's incredible, and he makes great plays on both ends of the floor. And if they can get Kemba going too, this is how this team should have looked in the beginning of the season, which they kind of did before uh, JT got uh, COVID. 
but I think they're still at a standstill because I don't I don't know of another player that could send this team to the stratosphere to be in the conversation with even a Philly, which is a tier below uh, Brooklyn. That's a problem I think with the Celtics is there's really yep. not a guy. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like I said, we could sit here and bitch about the Celts all day, but um. Yeah, they, they need the guy, or they need Jason Tatum to become the guy, and they also need the front office to do them some favors. So there's a lot of work to be done there. Not a contender this year. They can make it interesting in the playoffs, have a couple long series. Maybe I don't see them getting past the second round. So Yeah, that's a good take. I, I'll live and die on that hill too. Speaking of teams that needed a lot of work, this team might have worked it out. How about that little segue? You like that? <laughs> Look at it. We're just on fire with this. <laughs> the segue, New York bro. Knickerbockers, which is maybe the worst sports name of all time. No, there are it's five iconic. Se- oh, really? Oh, yeah, there is like a minor league team called like the Water Dragons and shit. So <laughs> maybe, uh, the Knicks are a five seed right now, just going absolutely ham in the East. Uh, they're eight and two in their last ten. Julius Randle. Sleeper MVP candidate? Yeah. 23.7 <laughs> points, 10 rebounds, 6 That'll assists. That'll be the fucking day. He's the first guy in uh, Knicks history since Bernard King to put up certain number of stats that are irrelevant and all over the fucking place. Did you see that <laughs> stat the other day? <laughs> it's like 30 points, 10 rebounds, and 5 steals. It's like, yeah, okay. That I don't give a shit. I don't care about that list. Um, but... Uh, you, this team doesn't have a guy. I guess the guy you, you have to say is Julius Randle. The guy Randall. is Randle. But where would you rank Julius Randle in your hierarchy of NBA players? Sh- should, I don't have a clue. Should Julius Randle be getting more respect? I feel like he is getting – he was an all-star. That's not respect. Think you'd be an it's all-NBA not? No. No, he's not going to be an All-NBA. No. Theo Ratliff got a no. fucking All-Star. They're just basically giving those I, things out. He might be an All-NBA. What's he averaging? He averages 23. Eh, he's probably not. I don't know. So you're saying we got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown on one team and Julius Randle on the They're, other, and Julius Randle's team's the one above? That's got to say something about the star player. Julius Randle needs more respect. Well, I think – hold on. Excuse me. <clears throat> you all right? I think the Knicks may be a better team than the Celtics. Oh, <clears throat> my God. Uh, I'm ending the uh, call. I'm ending <clears throat> the call. Um, but yeah, he's got a little more support. Uh, he, he, you know, they found Emmanuel quickly. They got R.J. Barrett, who's hooping this year. You, oh, you know what R.J. Barrett's doing this year? I don't know. He's, just scoring, he, he, he's just scoring 18 a game, you know. Just in his second year in the league, no big deal. Uh, shooting forty percent from three, basically thirty nine percent, and forty five from the field. So, and what about Nerlens Noel? Yeah. Have you been seeing him? He's been a block monster lately. A block monster. Block monster. You know, I love block monsters. Block so do you, monster. actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been absolutely insane. You can keep uh, going but on a tangent I, about how are they better coached too? Who's their coach? Tom Thibodeau. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tibbs. Uh, Remember how bad no. of a hire we thought that was? No, they're not better coach, no. I don't understand. No the way. Knicks have made every wrong decision. If you would have told me that the Knicks, their best player would be Julius Randle, 
They would sign <laughs> Tom Thibodeau. Ob Toppin, their top draft pick, would suck ass the entire year. And I'm trying he, to. And he's hardly played. I, yeah, number he, one, he can't. He can't yeah. play. He's not good enough to play right now. He's got yeah. his two positions are taken. And Nerlens Noel would be like their third best player. I'll tell you, they were a fucking twelve seed. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, like I'm looking at their team right here. I'm trying to find their best lineup. And it's just like, I, I don't know, man. There's some in the water. They're tired of being bad. I don't know what to say about the Knicks. Like, I don't watch a ton of the Knicks, mainly because it makes me sad. <laughs> but, like, I, they got they got guys. And, you know, they got Quickly, who's broke out this year. They got, uh, like you said, Nerlens is doing his thing. D. Rose is, like, oh a God. perfect vet to have on your team they these days. They traded for D. Rose again. Yeah, I should have added that to my list of things that would happen before the season that would mean this team would suck ass. And and you got guys on the team that aren't even doing shit. Like Kevin Knox is averaging like yeah. six points. Like Taj Gibson's another good guy. Uh, he's a good vet to have in your locker room. I mean, I, I don't know what to line. say. Uh, are they really a fifth seed? They're number five, buddy. Oh right above the Celtics. So they will play if the if the. Season ended right now. They play the Hawks in the playoffs. That would maybe they could win that the, series. Yeah, yeah, they, they could definitely could. Let me ask they you could. something here. If Brooklyn or uh, if New York makes the playoffs and wins in the first round but loses in the second, and Brooklyn doesn't make it to the finals, which New York team had the better <laughs> year? I mean, I don't know. It just depends. I think it's the Knicks. I mean, if Brooklyn gets bounced. What if Brooklyn gets bounced well, in like the second round? Well, uh, they won't though. How do you know? Who are they going to play the second round? I don't know. What if They'll, Kyrie they, wants they, to go to the strip clubs again, and James Harden's all about it too? Okay, so the season ends. So Philly will play one of the Pacers or the Raptors, right? That's nine and ten. Is that how that works? I don't even know how it works. They'll wait, they'll play wait, the winner of the playing game. Yeah, the playing game. Yeah, they'll play the winner of the playing game. So right now, seven, eight, nine, and ten is the Heat, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Raptors, and the Wizards could make it, and the Bulls are still in contention as well. I got the so, Heat, the Hornets, the Pacers, and the Bulls. What on my, on my standings? Oh, oh, we have different standings. Yeah, I don't know what the, I'm just on Google. Oh, I think the Raptors game just ended. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, no, it did. It did. It did. It did. Uh, so yeah. So I mean, the Nets in the first round would play a play-in team, and then in the second round, if they win, they would play either the Celtics or the Bucks. So they would play the Bucks. So can the Bucks beat the Nets in a playoff series? I guess theoretically. Yeah. I'm telling but you. I don't think they will. I think the Nets will win that in like five. Oh man, you tired? I don't of know. Them? Like you tired of them? You tired of uh... the Bucks? Well, we just seen it. Like what? What's changed? They got Drew. They Holiday. have instead of Eric Bledsoe. I mean, that's an upgrade. That's but a big upgrade. Is that a championship winning upgrade? No, I'm just. I just trying. don't I'm see playing, it. Like I'm playing devil's advocate. Katie, Kyrie, and Harden. I mean, well, talking about two guys. Definitely right now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's not a good word. Yeah, well, I mean, Kyrie's out indefinitely every two weeks, so I mean, 
you know, he's, what he's does that actually hold. mean? It's not indefinitely. <laughs> on hold? Is that what we're calling it? Yeah, I call it on hold. Just wait a little bit. <laughs> like, like, like a, it's like a customer service call. He's on fucking hold. Uh, but I don't know. I just I see the Nets doing really well in the postseason, and maybe I because you know I do I do tend to fall into these traps right like I like the Clippers a lot last year I like the teams I when like they're the put Clippers, together, man. so maybe they will flake out. I just don't see it like they have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, two guys that have performed in the biggest way on the biggest stage, um, and they're just going to teach James Harden how to do it. So I don't see a world where the Knicks have a better season than the Nets. You can hang a moral victory banner. That's the Knicks love saying. to do that. I feel like if yeah, the yeah. Knicks get to the second round and the Nets don't make it to the finals, the Knicks the Knicks win. Hang the banner, yeah. Okay. Hang the banner. I'm with you. They're I'm on the New Knicks York's side for that one. Right there. What's you the, what do you think is the best case scenario for the Knicks? How far do you think they can actually go? <laughs> one playoff series. One playoff series? Yeah. yeah. I'll say this. They can't win two playoff series. There's no way. There's just no way. There's, There's no, no shot. Way, no. There's no way. There's no way. Uh, yeah, they could they could definitely beat the Hawks, but the Hawks are frisky, so you know they could win as well. God, the Knicks and Trey Young are above the Celtics in the standings. Listen, it's not by much, but yeah. All right, I'm moving on. Uh, Jamal Murray uh, tore his ACL against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, yeah, very very tough because the those the Nuggets were playing good. Playing very yep. well, and uh, Michael Porter Jr. was actually getting going. He's, he's on fire. Yeah. yeah, he's been going absolutely ballistic. Uh, the Nuggets are fourth in the West currently. Jokic, the current MVP front runner, as you said already, twenty six points this year, eleven rebounds, almost nine assists. Michael Porter Jr. is up to eighteen points and eight rebounds almost. Wow. But my question is, now we're going in the West, the injury riddled West. Are the Nuggets out of the West with this Jamal Murray? Can we just write them out? Because there was a possibility that this team could make it uh, at least to the Western Conference Finals, maybe even farther if Jamal Murray was healthy. What do you think? Do you think they're done? Do you think this Jamal Murray, is, they can't get over it, especially if you're going up against Titans like Utah and and uh, L.A. right now? Uh, Can the Nuggets win the West? Is that what you're asking me? Yeah. No, they can't win the West. They cannot win the West without Jamal Murray. Yeah. There's no way. Uh, I, it's too loaded. Like, didn't someone on the Jazz just get hurt? Did Mitchell get hurt? I think Mitchell might have just got hurt, too. Okay, well, yeah, look did. that up he while did. I'm he talking. Did. He did. Okay, he did. Okay, that. so. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. That was against the so, Nets. Right now at the top of the at the top of the standings, we have the Jazz and the Suns. Uh the Suns are really good. Um I don't think they can win the West. Then we have the Clippers and then the Nuggets and the Lakers. If the Nuggets had Jamal Murray, I think they would be a contender to win the West, but not without him. Uh, it's got to be the Clippers and Lakers, right? Like, I, I know we can do this. Like, we sit here and talk about how good the West is on podcasts and shit like that, but LeBron and Anthony Davis come back. The Clippers-Rondo thing is, like, working like a charm. Who else is going to win? Like, who's going to beat them? I don't know. I just don't see it. How are you out on the Bucks, but you're in on the Clippers? I feel like they're just East and West opposites, or uh, the same team in different conferences. Clippers got better. They got Rondo. That is true. Yeah. Playoff Rondo. Better. And they got, you know, yeah, they got veteran guys that, that'll put them in the locker room. They learned Surge. last year. They, uh, yeah, got Surge. Batum? They learned last year that you can't just, you know, it's hard to flip the switch. You know, you kind of got to have a little bit of uh Solidarity and last the year squad. was weird too with the the bubble. So you never know the how. bubble. Yeah. Um, but I just think I don't know, man. Like I like the Jazz a lot. Fully healthy, they're a great defensive team. We saw the the Jazz Nuggets playoff series last year in the bubble was remarkable. Uh, it was insane to watch Mitchell put up 50 twice Murray had a 50 banger in there as well uh it was incredible to see those teams go at each other so I'm excited to watch the Western Conference playoffs but I don't think the only thing that's holding me back from saying it's LA or bust is that they're lower seeds like the Lakers are five right now yeah and they could fall farther theoretically but Anthony Davis is coming back so probably not and LeBron Uh, LeBron's doing basketball activities too now yeah, LeBron will be back whenever and he wants to be back. And the team's not playing too bad. I mean, I thought they were going to play a lot worse without both those guys. But yeah, I mean, Drummond's kind of been able to find his footing, and um, he hasn't really even played with the other two guys. He hasn't yeah. played at all with no, them. No, he's never played. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't played with either so, one of them yet. That'll be interesting to see. He's kind of had his free reign there for a while. He's going to take a way back seat whenever those two guys come back. But I don't see it for the Nuggets, especially without Murray, uh, unless. There is a there is a universe though where Michael Porter Jr. just goes nuclear and he's their second best player and I think you know by next year two years he could be their second best player so that's mm-hmm. the kind of guy like that's the kind of potential this guy has like he's six ten he could score the ball from anywhere on the floor he might be their best shooter like yeah. so there is a world where that happens. I don't see it happening this year, though. I don't. I think the Nuggets are out of it. Yeah, I do. Donovan Mitchell just has a right ankle sprain too. They they found okay. no damage, so he's he's probably going to be good to go in a couple weeks, I'd assume. W. So, yeah, I, I I don't think they can make it out of the West, especially without Jamal. That that's a big, that's a big. The two man game they run is just so important. Like the the Murray Jokic, like that's their offense, yeah. and and Porter works off of it. It's like really been working well. And I think Jokic's numbers might sink a little bit uh, without Murray. Um, but, I mean, his usage rate's going to be through the roof still. So when I say his numbers might shrink, his his efficiency might go down. But 
you know, the the raw numbers are still going to be there because he's just going to have to do a little bit more. But, yeah, no, I, I don't think they have a super high ceiling without Jamal Murray. Yeah, I agree. All right. Caleb, you ready? We haven't talked about football since September of last year. Wait, I, I want to give a quick shout-out to LaMarcus Aldridge. Oh, yeah, he yeah. He, I almost said he, he passed away. But he yeah, did he did pass away. <laughs> His basketball career passed away. Uh, he, uh, yeah, he, he retired. That's sad, too, because he was playing good for the Nets. Yeah, he was, and I he did. just got there. So that does suck. Uh, he retired because he had a, what was it, an irregular heartbeat? Irregular heartbeat, yeah. That's, that they kills tested a it. lot of people. They tested it like two weeks ago or something. They tested it like a week before he retired, and he's like, no, nah, I'm not messing with that. I'm done. Which yeah. is kind of frightening. That's like but one yeah. of the number one deaths of like athletes is an irregular heartbeat because it just starts going nuts whenever you're in the middle of a game or something and you collapse and die and that's it, you know. So I mean, I think Aldridge is a Hall of Famer. He's oh yeah, I do. He's made the All Star game. It's it's so easy to make the Hall of Fame in the NBA. He's like a four time All NBA, eight time All Star. This is going off the yeah, top of my head, is. so it might be completely wrong. Uh, but, I mean, he was lights out for uh, Portland in those years. He's I think really he's a Hall of Famer. Seven-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA second team, three-time All-NBA third team. Yeah, seven All-Stars, wow. five All-NBAs. T-Mac made it with eight good years. Yao Ming's in it. Yeah, Come but... Man. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yao Ming's in it. He played fucking six six years. Yeah, combined but those guys had those guys career. had cultural impacts. T Mac, T Mac, T Mac, and Yao Ming. You, what the hell is you know, T Mac's cultural impact? What do you mean? He was the guy. He was a guy. Yeah, La- he was Lamarca- a guy. Lamarcus Aldridge is never like he's never been a superstar. Like he was the second team Tracy McGrady was a superstar. So uh, that plays that plays into effect, just like you said, storylines. Ralph Sampson, he's a Hall of Famer too. Look him up. Nate That's, Thurman. Nate Thurman. We're just, going, we're just going. The NBA is it's the Naismith Hall of Fame for a reason. Not he the NBA averages uh, nineteen points for his career and eight rebounds, and he's a five-time All NBA. Yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it. <laughs> I'd, I'd give it to him. All right, that's it. But yeah, they, if he had a ring, if he had a ring, he'd be a shoe in. Well, shit. If the Nets win, he got it. All right. I guess that counts. Yeah, that but counts. But that doesn't count that as a ring. It does technically. No, I mean, but it doesn't count. I wouldn't count it if I'm a Hall of Fame voter. Like, I mean, it's fucking, on the resume. Like Gary Payton's got a fucking ring. He didn't actually win that shit for the Heat. Yeah, he did. No, he, he did helped. not. He helped. He had one it helps. shot in the playoffs. A guy Gary like Payton Gary Payton, though, that really helps the resume, though. Oh that just it does. It doesn't. It, it does. You I look agree. at his whole career and you're like, oh, you got a ring in there. It don't say the year by it or anything. But what if Chris just Paul a number goes on to the Lakers page. at like age 39 and wins three titles, playing two games a year? Come on, that's not he probably a- helped him get there, bro. Chris Paul like makes everybody better. That guy, that guy's like that guy's like a like a home improvement crew, except for your <laughs> NBA team. You just go. He just goes to your team and makes him a playoff team. It's kind of wild. All right, we're getting off track. I mean, actually, we're on track because it is a sports podcast. But I wanted to talk about football because we haven't talked about it. Great. Last time we talked about it was when Russell the Wilson was supposed to win the uh, oh, MVP. Oh, it was way before the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, you're right. 
What the fuck? The Super Bowl? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking. You must have had a good 420, didn't you? No. <laughs> oh, that sucks. <clears throat> um, but yeah, let's talk a little football. So, since this pod, there's been a, a trade that has been going nuts right now in the NFL draft square. The 49ers traded up to three. They traded their 2021 12th overall pick, 2022 third overall pick, or third round pick, a uh, first round pick in 2022, first round pick in 2023, all for Miami's number three pick in this year's draft. That's a lot for the number three pick. They moved up nine spots to get this pick. The rumors are going absolutely insane on who they're going to get. I even put some betting odds in there. Do you like that? How about that? I put some betting odds in here. So the odds for the third overall pick in the NFL draft, Justin Fields minus 125. Uh, I almost said Daniel Jones. Mac. <laughs> Mac Jones. Mac Daddy plus, Jones. <laughs> plus 150. Uh, Trey Lance at 225 or plus 225. And then Kyle Pitts at plus 5,000. Kyle Pitts? I just threw him on there because he was the last one. Plus 5,000? Yeah, Zach Wilson was on there. I'm not throwing that on there. The Jets are stupid. They'll take him sooner. Um, yeah. But there, I don't know if this was just one of those. Because every time, every time we get closer to the draft, like rumors just are going all over the place. Like It would be like, oh, yeah, Josh Rosen is the guaranteed number one overall pick. And then you get three weeks later from the draft, and it's fucking Baker. And then you get two weeks away from the draft, and it's – you know, Josh Allen, and, like, just starts going all over the place. Well, a rumor came out, and it kind of scared the living shit out of me if I am if if I was a 49ers fan, that they were going to take Mac Jones, and it was almost guaranteed. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Do you, <laughs> Is there any <laughs> – I don't know who came up with that. I don't know whose idea it was to throw that story out there. I don't know if it's actually real information, but – are the 49ers going to take Mac Jones? And if they do, what the hell is going to happen? Wait, you're going to ask me if they're going to take him or should they take him? I'm going to ask you, are they going to take him to make the question harder? Well, to answer that game, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is a Okay, so that's a cop way out. back, way back, our buddy Joe Baker, big college football fan, big Alabama guy, shocker there. Uh, he, he, he's, uh, I bet him that Mac Jones wouldn't be a first round pick. And then that was, that was off of doing absolutely no research. As soon as I shook his hand, I pulled out my phone and I Googled Mac Jones and it literally said he might go fourth overall. So I was like, can we just like, can we, I'll just like buy you a bucket or something. (laughs) So like, I, I didn't, I don't watch a ton of college football, truthfully. I do watch the higher profile games. Watch Mac Jones play. He's good. I like, like Mac he's Jones. good. He wasn't like jump off the page great at all. But also, he's got he just played with two receivers that are gonna go in the first round this year and a running back that may go in the first round, maybe a second or third round pick. So like he had some help. He's so, on Alabama, which is the greatest college organization in the NF- or in the NCAA right now, too. And you know, the Niners pick him; he'll have a solid team there. He will. He, uh, 
He'll have George Kittle. He'll have um, Debo Samuel. They got guys. Um, I don't. I don't know if they're gonna pick him. Uh, I think that's terrifying. I don't know shit about evaluating quarterback prospects. Uh, I think Justin Fields is the safer pick because I don't think Justin Fields. I don't. I just don't know if he busts. But you could also say that about Mac Jones. I don't know. I'm I'm very all over the place. I think they will pick Justin Fields. I do think that. But like you said, crazy shit happens every year. Like oh, yeah. the, the, the the guys get shuffled around, and sometimes we don't even know what's going to happen until the week before. So that's true. Uh, it ain't going to be Trey Lance. It ain't going to be Kyle Pitts. I think they will go for Justin Fields. Um, which I think you know it. It really doesn't even. I don't even think that's the most interesting part. I think the most interesting part is. If they do pick Mac Jones or Justin Fields, what the hell happens to Jimmy G? That's true. Very true. You know what happens so, to Jimmy G? He's your starter for three games, and then the nature just takes its course. <laughs> well, they don't trade him? They keep him. I think they keep him. Unless really? New England makes an offer. There's That's what I'm thinking. about that. Yeah. And oh. they, they need a quarterback because they just signed Cam Newton again. So God. that's that's they, not they doing much. They need a quarterback. Yeah. And Billy B... Billy B spent some money this offseason, so he, he, he doesn't enjoy being middle of the road. Uh, so he, he's going to fix it as soon as as soon as he can. So uh, overall, I do think I think they I think they have to pick Fields, right? If the Jets aren't going to pick him, then they have to. They have to pick Fields. I think Fields is definitely the safer option. I'd definitely take Fields. That's just me though, and I am a quarterback draft expert. That's true. Yeah. I was a big yeah. Josh Allen guy. And look yeah. what happened to me. I'm a god now. Just yeah. kidding. I was also a Matt Barkley guy. Don't forget that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think it's going to be a good draft this year. I'm excited. I always love – Yeah, I am too. My favorite drafts are the ones where it's like there's five quarterbacks that are supposed to be good, and then you wait five years, and only one of them was kind of good. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? And, like, and I, also love, uh, I also love the overreactions to, like, the combine shit. Like – Zach Wilson is literally taking snaps at his pro day. Like he's like in a Under Armour, like cutoff and shorts, and he's throwing off balance throws, and it goes viral on Twitter. And it's just like, what are we doing? Look like, at the poise of this kid. Throw pads on the kid, a helmet, and then have Von Miller chase after him and see if he can do that. <laughs> yeah, like what the hell are we doing? You know what I need to start doing is recording Chad when he's outside throwing the football <laughs> to the neighborhood kids. He's got yeah. a dart in his mouth. He's throwing fucking oh, bro. fifty yards, just slingers all over the oh. yard. Yeah, bro. We'll we'll edit that up. We'll have him. We'll have him in the sixth round. No, <laughs> no, no problem. Bro. Easy. No he's, problem. He's gonna be the sixth he, round Johnny Manziel. We could definitely <laughs> trick the Jets into picking your fucking brother. I promise. <laughs> Shit, they might take him too if we edit it well <laughs> enough. All right. Well, to end this podcast, I came up with a little game. This is a game. I hate I've when you thinking. come up with games. That is always a horrible idea. <laughs> Universally. I think that's they're good ideas. I like my games. Um but to show how stupid the draft is and how experts don't know anything, I don't care if you're Mel Kuyper or Todd McShay or I don't even know Albert Einstein, you can't guess the fucking NFL draft and who's going to be good or not. You're just going off instinct. There's a lot of things that happen where some players develop rightly 
rightly is not a word. Uh, more well, <laughs> more well, more well in certain situations. They develop gooder. They develop weller in. <laughs> they develop better in certain situations, and other situations they don't. Um, I don't think we can, you know, go off that. So to show where NFL teams got it wrong, I'm going to play a game with Caleb called "Who Was Drafted Higher." Bang, boom, bang. I'm going to give Caleb two NFL players. Why do I sound like a train? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to give him two NFL players, and he's going to guess which one of these motherfuckers were drafted higher. You ready, Caleb? Yes. Can you add sound effects whenever you get it right and wrong? Well, I just did, you know? Bing, boom, bing. It was suspenseful music. Oh, okay. All right. Did you ask me to add sound effects? You're just putting more work into the edit. You know, it's fine. I got it. I got it. I got it. You You don't need to sleep. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) For all the listeners, enjoy these sound effects that Chase requested. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Finally, the respect I deserve on my podcast. (laughs) All right. So, these two players were drafted in the 2017 NFL draft. I don't believe you. Defense. Welp. You're wrong right off the bat, then. <laughs> Always trust your host. I'm the best host around. We saw the big dog video on YouTube. Love game. I am the best the love host. Dog. Um, so these two players, twenty seventeen giraffes. So take your mind back to that twenty seventeen years. Get rid of that bong resin from your head. You know, get it going. Make sure you remember the twenty seventeen draft where you're sitting there with your half uh, unshaved mustache watching okay. the 2017 who, NFL who, draft. Who, who's the number one pick in this draft so I can take my brain back? Uh, I, d- I didn't have that uh, readily available. <sighs> How am I supposed to prepare? But, no, no, you can't look it up because then you can see the whole fucking draft, you cheating I'm asshole. Gonna, what, are they, are they picked in the first round? Yeah. Oh, shit, okay. I'm just going to look Hold on, no, I found it, I found it, I found it, I found it. Okay, 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 okay. First selection was Miles Garrett for the Cleveland okay. Browns. So it was that, right, draft, there. that draft. Okay. So, two defensive players. T.J. Watt, very good player for the Pittsburgh Steelers, as we know. Great player. Brother of J.J. Derek Barnett. He went to. Who's that? <laughs> exactly. He's it, has a, be, he's currently, it has to be that guy. It's a trick question. I'm picking that guy. He was drafted higher. You are correct. Caleb Has gets the first one right. Derek Barnett. Wait, who? Is, I okay. Go ahead. I cut you off. I do want to know who Derek Barnett is. He's currently a defensive end for the Philadelphia Eagles. He went with the 16th pick in the first round. T.J. Watt went with the 30th. So yeah. Okay. Number Oof. two. Number two. My second one. 2004 NFL oh, draft. We're going back to like Caleb's still wet in the bed, you know. How old was I in 2004? Kissing, kissing girls was, under the swings. I was I was eight. Eight years old. <laughs> Prime was I? time. I was eight. Yeah, that's probably what my picture on Xbox is from. Um, yeah. The first overall selection in this draft was Eli Manning for the San Diego Chargers, uh, which we all know how that turned out. So, who was drafted higher? Larry Legend, Larry Fitzgerald, Houston Texans legend, Matt 
shop. <laughs> Are these all trick questions? Because they're just going to be easy if I just pick the worst player. I don't know. Go off your gut. Wasn't Matt Schaub a first rounder? Were they both first rounders? I don't know. I don't. I didn't write this one down. So I'm, I'm just picking guessing. Schaub. Schaub. You are incorrect. That's why you don't go. <laughs> I'm flipping them off on camera. Yeah, you thought I was doing a trick question? You can't trick a trickster right there, bitch. That's how you do the game. It was Larry Fitzgerald. He was taken with the third overall pick. Matt Schaub oh, I'm wasn't just a taken. dumbass. I should just know that. Matt okay. Schaub wasn't taken until the 90th pick in the third <laughs> round. I just wanted to see uh, which one. There's going to be some Larry Fitzgerald fans that listen to this. They're like, you fucking moron. <laughs> all right, so now you know it's not all trick questions. So, be on, University be on of Phoenix alum Larry Fitzgerald. That's right. University, yeah, those commercials suck ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scam, Larry. You're screwing these kids out of money. All right, 2006 NFL draft. We're going farther. Uh, you're you're 10 years old now. You know, nice. You're in your prime. Probably just learned how to use my peen. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there you go for you uh, visual learners at home. Um, the number one pick was Mario Williams to the Houston Texans. Okay. Okay. 2006 NFL draft. Steven Gostowski. Gaskowski. Gaskowski. Mm-hmm. Gaskowski. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or Brandon Marshall. Great wide receiver, great kicker, great matchup right here. Who are you taking, the kicker, or are you taking the wide receiver? I don't have a clue. Where okay. was Brandon Marshall drafted? Like, who who he drafted him? He went to Denver. And Gaskowski, as we know, went to New England. This is a good game, isn't it? This is a good game. <laughs> well... I'll take Brandon Marshall. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All righty. Turns out that these picks were back to fucking back. Oh, wow. With the 118th pick in the 2006 NFL draft, the New England Patriots took Steven Goskowski. And then with the 119th pick, the Denver Broncos took Brandon Marshall. They went one pick from each other. Isn't that nuts? That was my favorite That's, one I found. This is a setup. This is a setup. Guess who wins? Me. <laughs> yeah, somehow I don't. There's no possible way I could win. Okay, we're going to go to the 2010 NFL draft now. Okay, I might do a little better at this. Yeah, this one's a little more. I say that house. now. I'm pretty sure I haven't looked it up yet, but I'm pretty sure it was Sam Bradford. Wasn't it? Yep, Sam I, Bradford. I guarantee I get this one right. I guarantee it. Sam Bradford was the number <clears throat> one overall pick that year. We all know how that turned out. And the two players are Rob Gronkowski was taken in this draft and the legend himself, Tim Tebow, who was taken Higher. Tebow was taken where was he taken? Like seventeenth? You're close. 
I'll, give, I'll start giving you some hints. Since I don't know where Gronk was taken. Was Gronk a first rounder? I have no clue. All I know is Tebow's a first rounder. I don't know where Gronk was it taken. It is true. I'll tell you what, since you don't know where Gronk, Gronk was taken, Tebow was the 25th pick in the NFL draft. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, man, that that's, leaves basically the whole first round. Who was drafted higher? I'll just say Tebow. I don't know where Gronk was picked. You go 500. That is correct. Look at that. Rob Gronkowski was taken with the 42nd pick in the second round. Tim Tebow was, of course, taken with the 25th pick. And that ends our game of who How about that, was man? drafted higher. I mean, he didn't do bad. 50%. No, that's like half I'm my happy with that. He threw some fucking 2004 bullshit at me. I was what? 10. That was a good one. Matt Schaub and Larry Legend? Larry Legend's still playing. I was 10. Play- Larry Legend's still playing. I was 10. So? And then I was eight. I remember more <laughs> for than one. I remember more when I was ten than I did last weekend. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Are we are we in final thoughts? Because I, I have a I have a banger. Oh, oh, you want me to go first? Because mine sucks. Sure. Okay. Mine's not as good. So as you know, me and Caleb are not very religious people in this world. But if there was one person or thing we would pray to, it would probably be his Lord and Savior, Bill Simmons. He's a genius. He's a god. I love his book. I was going to say Jason Tatum, but oh. go ahead. Well, no. Bill Simmons, I'm sorry. He's he's a god to me. The other day, I heard the first take that I have I don't agree with with Bill Simmons, and I wanted to share it with you to see your reaction. Bill okay. Simmons hates the fact that a runner starts on second in the extra inning rules for MLB. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous, yeah. And his solution to it was... What's wrong with a tie? Bill Simmons, this is fucking America. This is the (laughs) U.S. of A. And you want a tie? What the hell is that European shit? Get out of here with that. You want a fucking tie? What is this? This isn't girls' soccer. This isn't men's soccer. This isn't sports that I don't care about. This is America, Bill Simmons. A tie in America's pastime? Oh, my god. You goodness. tie in football. Yeah, that's true. And guess who gets pissed? Everybody. Everyone. You know what a tie is? A tie is whenever you can't get hard when you're having sex. Nobody's happy. But hey, you got somewhere. <laughs> that's not a tie. You guys are both naked. How is that a tie? You're both naked. <laughs> that is an L. You got to see that is na- the biggest L you can take. <laughs> you got to see a naked girl. There's no tie about that. You got to see a naked girl. No consolation. You could do some foreplay action. <laughs> Dude, ties in baseball wouldn't even matter. I, I think they would. Well, I, I mean, why? They play 162 games. Nothing baseball does make sense. Might as well fucking throw ties I'm in. I'm fine with the second runner on second. Give me that over a tie. That's stupid. No I think ties. it's dumb. Go, I'd rather have an 18-inning game than start with a runner on second. Really? Yeah. No. Yeah. I think about the players. Yeah. Just well, I mean. Just wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, we could. We could think about the players, Fuck, but they're I would out there say playing in the one sixty-two. Inning, just so. bases loaded. Who gives a shit? In the game. <laughs> At that point, I'm already doing the die. ball game, and I'm ready to go home. Nobody's. If you get dead. a hit, you win. 
<laughs> Sudden death. That would be cool. What if you do like one pitcher, one batter? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> like they just switch at bats and the team like comes out in the field. Let's after... just do a fucking home run derby to break the tie. No. Screw it. Let's play Indian ball. <laughs> Indian ball. What else? We're going nuts. We're going yeah. nuts. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so uh, I was having this conversation the other day with our good friend Joe Shuark. And he said if I won the lottery, he was talking about if he won the lottery, right? And he said he'd hire me. Hmm. He'd hire me to work for him personally. But he said my job would be to wipe his ass. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. So... <laughs> I'm here asking you, I win the fucking lottery, okay? I said, you're my first phone call. I said, Chase, I just want 100 mil. How much per year do I have to pay you to wipe my ass? Every time? Every time. Even the you bad have to ones? wipe it. <laughs> Every time, bro. Man, or dude. actually, sorry. Actually, I think we said it was like a Monday through Friday thing. Do I get holidays I off? You know, we could talk about it. I, if we get holidays <laughs> off, it changes the whole conversation. Because I'm not doing okay. Monday through Friday, New Year's, big dog can't get drunk. <laughs> I have to be wiping your ass. <laughs> so, okay. Because I would have to be with you for uh-huh. the entire day. Or am yeah, I getting yeah. hourly? Like, what is it? You pick. Because I, uh, am I like sleeping at your house what? Monday through Friday, wiping your ass? Or is it like a nine to I five got, job? I'm taking a dump. I'm calling you. I'm saying, Chase, I'm on the pot. See you in 20. I would definitely have to stay with you because like, I would never know when you got a shit. I have frequent ball movements. Exactly. Frequent. Frequent. I would and, need a, and brutal. Oh my God. <laughs> so I do some so, pretty nasty shit in general. I, Okay. But, but is intentional too. But, <laughs> I don't do poop at all. Like, it literally okay. makes me gag. I'm the guy that it's takes fair. a shit and flushes. I don't look at it. I could have colon cancer for all You don't I look know. at your poop? Nope. I could have colon cancer. That shit could be coming out like tar. Could be black <laughs> tar. And guess who's not looking at it? Me, because I will literally vomit. I don't do okay. poop. Kia pe- poops on the floor and I leave it. I just let her sit in it. You know, okay. I can't pick it up. I would have to be at least in the 700,000 to a million range to wipe your okay. ass Monday through Friday. Okay. I think we got uh, 700,000 to a million. What the fuck? That's a, wait. <laughs> That's a big range. So 700,000 is 700, the least you do it for. Minimum. Yeah. Okay. So the offer was put onto the table 300K. 300K? No. You wouldn't do it for 300K? You know how much money 300K is? 300K is a lot. Yearly, too? Yeah, no. If I offered you 500 bucks to wipe my ass right now, would you do it? No. God, no. For 500 bucks? Not even 500 bucks. I don't like Bro, poop. see, they I all can't. said it, too. They all said that's worse. What? Wiping it once for $500. They all said yeah. that's worse than wiping it for... Uh, $300,000 a year every single day. I feel like that's something you would have over somebody, too, like superiority. That was the thing. <laughs> like, well, that's no the only whenever, reason. Whenever you wanted, you could be like, yeah, remember when you wiped my ass? Yeah. Well, I mean, along with wiping my ass for a living, you'd also have to deal with me. Hey, this is my buddy Chase. He wipes my ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I pay him. I pay like, him hey, to wipe my going? ass. Hey, I'm K- hey, I'm Chase. I wipe his ass. I'll be like, yeah, uh, make fun I- of me. I get 700k a year. What are you doing, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> but yeah, I just thought it was funny, and, and dude. And Joe Baker was there, and he's like, he's like three hundred thousand dollars. He's like three hundred thousand dollars. I do it with my hand. Oh my god, Joe Baker's a disgusting yeah. human being. Though. And then they were all like, they were all like, I'd call you, I'd call you Mister Shewark while I did it for three hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, holy shit, that, those guys are fucked up. I can't. Because I was kind of with you. I was like three hundred k. Like that's a lot, but like I'm wiping this man's ass every day. That's I can't do poop, man. I just I, can't. I gotta have. I gotta have the best insurance. I gotta have, you know, I gotta have some serious. I gotta be driving the company car. This better have uh, health benefits. I better get a fucking hazmat suit and a hose to, you know. Oh, we better have. I would do that for three hundred k. Oh well, yeah, but I mean that's not allowed. No, I just, (laughs) I just wondered what the, uh, what the, what the bar was for you. Seven hundred k. It's high. I think that's fair. Hey, if you listen to this, tweet at us. How much would someone have to pay you to wipe their ass for a living? Why is this going to be a social media thing? Please tweet at us. I am literally begging you. Okay. Uh, Are we done? Yeah, we're done. Oh, you started it, so you end it. Uh, Spread the word. Oh, spread it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.